0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Today, I want to take a closer look at my favorite semiconductor stock to buy right now um, and kind of explain a little bit of my bullish reasonings for this company. Uh, For those that are familiar, I am huge into the semiconductor market, right? My top two positions are actually number one, NVIDIA. Number two, AMT. I, I believe roughly those two companies make up at least a quarter of my portfolio, maybe, maybe a little bit more. And the stock I'm really excited about in forms of growth opportunity and valuation that's the key point, right? Valuation is actually AMD. Uh, so, today I want to take a closer look at why I prefer AMD over NVIDIA at these current levels and some reasons to just be bullish in this company as a whole. Um, it does seem like the market knew I was about to drop this video. We can see AMD stock is ripping it today. The stock uh, AMD is up roughly 3%. Uh, maybe there might be some news, but I'll talk about that in the later episodes if there's any interesting updates here. Today, I really want to take a closer look at more of just the long term. T- uh, long term tailwinds for this company, so if we take a closer look, AMD right now have numerous p- bullish opportunities and for those that are not familiar with AMD, they are a semiconductor company that designs semiconductor solutions, mainly processors for a variety of market. The data center, for example there are Uh, their Epic server CPUs go on places like Amazon, on like Google, on um, Microsoft's clouding solution, right? And they also have other things outside of the CPU market. They have FPGAs that are also great for data centers. They also have GPUs, DPUs, and other forms of adaptive system on chips. And right now we are seeing kind of this growth in artificial intelligence. And you might be like, Jose, AI is not the only thing. AI is a hype. Well, it might be true, I do believe things like that are the next step of digitalization. Finally, I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video and check out fool.com slash Jose for the 10 best stocks to buy now. With that link, you get a promotional offer for the subscription service. Now, let's continue with today's episode. Right. We are kind of moving into this digital world and there's going to continue to be some tailwind or some new technology that's going to push this digitalization to require more performance, to be more power efficiency. Right now, that tailwind is AI and we don't know how long it's going to to last, um, but I do, and I want to say, just a few a few years ago, it was kind of the cloudy market to some extent, and I still believe the cloudy market is here to grow. I still believe AI is in early stages, but in the future, there's going to be more technology that's going to need more performance, that's going to need more power efficiency, and those are going to be run most likely in data centers. So. I do believe the data center market is one of my favorite industries. The client market as well, right? Uh, Even though the client market is more consumer dependent, AMD kind of creates and designs server – client CPUs and client GPUs. So if you're a gamer, you already know about AMD. If you are kind of someone who's using content creation tools, you are most likely know about AMD. Uh, Some high performance, they they do have high performance tier products and kind of entry level products. So here, for example, it's a high performance product using kind of their top of the line CPU and their top of the line GPU to some extent. Uh, So they are pretty interesting in the client market where they're hitting everything from laptops to desktops to low performance Low cost, high performance, high cost, high margins. Um, Then they have the gaming market, right? The gaming market, they produce chips that go in gaming systems. And I think this is pretty exciting, right? Because um, the next generation of chips or the current generation, like the Xbox, the PlayStation 5, um, the Steam Deck, right? And there's a lot more handheld devices that are coming out um, that are using AMD's chips as well. Uh, So I do believe the gaming market, while it might seem like it peaked during the COVID, um, gaming is here to stay one way or another. Entertainment. Entertainment gaming entertainment is one of the cheapest entertainment compared to everything else out there. And I do believe this is a market that's also going to need to continue to innovate as we get into things like actual virtual reality, um, mixed reality, augmented reality and things like that. But before we do that, guys, I do want to say thank you for the support. We just hit 28.2 thousand subs in this channel. I'm trying to hit 30,000 by the end of the year. So if you haven't, make sure to hit the thumbs up. Make sure to hit the subscribe button. I do have a master's degree in electrical engineering. I do weekly exclusive semiconductor videos. Check out the semiconductor membership. Just click join to learn more. Special offer at fool.com Jose for a special offer on the fool. Free newsletter at josenaharo.substock.com and semiconductor news at semi conductor watch.com finally they recently made an acquisition of a company called Silenx in 2021 this kind of brought them the leadership in the fpga market the fpga market and a lot of system on chips and system on modules um, are used in a variety of industries this is the aerospace and defense right and i do believe that industry within itself is a huge growth opportunity robotics medical financial right Uh, that the list goes industrial the list goes on and on as we're kind of getting into smarter robots into automated robots into ai robots to some extent we're also getting into the autonomous vehicles into just smarter vehicles the electrification of vehicles all those are i want to say different stages right when we think about the growth in future technology and vehicles there's a lot of growth opportunity there. first there's the electrification of vehicles that's its own lane right that's focusing on kind of power distribution safety on power then you have kind of the autonomous route right where you're kind of really collecting data and then in between there you're also have just vehicles becoming smarter with more kind of assets and more entertainment features for the user so there's so many different avenues in the automobile industry that I believe uh, AMD can grow from there Uh, so actually before I take a closer look at anything else I want to showcase their most recent quarter in forms of revenue Um, and here we can kind of take a closer look at margins so for me the the one that has the best margins is the embedded market like that fpga Um, we can see it it has roughly a 50 percent margin and i do believe even if there is a slowdown coming in the next two quarters in this segment um, this is one in the long term will continue to have high margins the reason why the embedded market seems to have high margins are fpga systems for example right something they're leading on is technology that doesn't really need to get upgraded too much Uh, for example a data center cpu a kind of, um, a kind of client CPU, those kind of get upgraded every two years or so. They have refresh cycles. Uh, In the embedded market, in the FPGA market, the refresh cycles are a lot longer. Uh, um, The kind of shelf life for these items are a lot longer. Uh, So they tend to have higher, higher margins. Uh, So the embedded market, in my opinion, is a huge growth opportunity. The data center market, they are taking a nice amount of market share from clients like, uh, like Intel, even though, if we take a closer look, their data center, um, their data center market in forms of operating income is down um, versus a year ago, um, the, com- the main reason is the company is investing a lot in future innovation. Um, but we can take a closer look at this report from July 21st of 2023 that AMD's global server CPU market share tops 25%. So there's still 75% of the market for AMD to continue to grab um, CPU market share in the server market from Intel. And I do believe as they continue to innovate, they have a nice kind of technological Need at the moment. As long as they're able to keep that momentum, the market share that they're growing can continue to grow, which will bode well for this company. Um, Outside of that, right, in the data center market, I mentioned uniquely within there is the AI market. And this is probably one of my favorite opportunities for AMD. The main reason is I believe the market is underestimating AMD to some extent. Uh, So AMD's Instinct is coming out with the MI300, and that's expected to be released in the fourth quarter of this year and kind of see more production later next year. While this is behind, I want to say to some extent, um, NVIDIA's product, right? the H100, the H100 dominates. I don't believe the MI300 is going to come. uh, It's going to be a major competitor to that. Um, As long as it takes even a small market share, even a single digit market share, I do believe that's a huge growth opportunity for AMD. And I do believe the market is not seeing the growth opportunity that the AI market can see. And let me kind of explain to you guys in a chart. Um, before then here, I do have some other images. For example, like I mentioned, AMD chips go on laptops from things like Razer Blade, which are high-tier products in forms of price and margins. We also see their server CPUs that go into data centers, like I mentioned, that power Amazon's AWS, Google Cloud, and Microsoft Azure. So I want to take a closer look at valuations, especially with my first my, num- my biggest and my favorite semiconductor company, NVIDIA. If we take a closer look at P.E. ratio forward one year, NVIDIA's forward one year P.E. ratio is roughly 26. That's not this fiscal year. That's next fiscal year. So about a year and a half from now. If we take a closer look at AMD's P.E. ratio, it's actually very similar to NVIDIA sitting at a little bit lower, sitting at 23.5. Now, the reason I'm excited about this is because if we take a closer look at revenue estimates for AMD and for NVIDIA, it definitely paints a different story from what analysts are picturing right now. So if we take a closer look, NVIDIA, in their most recent annual revenue, they had roughly $27 billion. Next, for this current fiscal year, which is expected to end in two quarters, is expected to be $53 billion. So that's almost a 100% year-over-year growth. Now, if we see for the next fiscal year, so about a year and a half from now, it's roughly 70 Eight billion dollars we can see the market is really expecting high growth from nvidia now if we take a closer look at amd the story is a little bit different right so this past year uh the past full year for amd they made roughly 23.6 billion unfortunately the company is seeing kind of the worst semiconductor slowdown in forms of the consumer market and in forms of maybe a, a, also a slowdown in their data center C, uh, cpu so this current fiscal year the company is expected to make roughly $22.8 That would be roughly $1 billion less than last year. Uh, So unlike NVIDIA, which is really benefiting from AI, we can see that AMD is not really benefiting that much. Main reason is they don't really have a product that's going to make much revenue for them in the kind of um, AI market right now. Now for next fiscal year, which is about a year and a half from now, Is expected to jump from twenty two point eight billion to twenty seven point four. That's roughly, I want to say, a little bit less than twenty percent year over year growth. In my opinion, during that time, AMD can definitely, definitely benefit from just the breadcrumbs on on AI, especially from their MI three hundred. So, in my opinion, I do believe the market is being very, very aggressive on giving some strong estimates from to Nvidia rightfully so but at the same time they're underestimating amd in their revenue estimates and for that reason i actually do believe that this forward one year pe ratio is actually going to be a lot lower than what analysts expect right now and for me AMD gives me that proper growth opportunity and valuation story at the same time. Uh, So right now, I do enjoy AMD at below $100. We can see right now the stock is up roughly 2.7%, sitting around that $100 price point. It is my number two position. So for me, it's more like small dollar cost averaging. But if I didn't have a position in AMD, I want to say this would be a nice time for me to kind of start a position obviously the market and more importantly the semiconductor market gives us a lot of a lot of growing opportunities right it really is dependent on consumer market on inventory corrections um, and the semiconductor market to some extent is very cyclical uh, so at the end of the day amd is never a stock i would buy all at once um, because i do believe the market gives us various various opportunities so th- that's the main reason amd is probably my favorite semiconductor stock to buy right now in forms of growth opportunities and value So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Take care, have a good day, and see you next time.